Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. New York! Hey, inside the 9 o'clock hour on The Fan, Keith McPherson, your nighttime host, talking sports, taking calls. On whatever you want to talk about, even if it isn't exactly sports-related. I mean, I'll have the conversation with you. This is Sports Talk Radio. There's a bunch of people listening, just driving somewhere, passing the time. Maybe you're at home. Maybe you're listening on the free Odyssey app. In your headphones, Bluetooth speakers, whatever it is, I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for calling in. Let's continue. The Rangers, oh, oh, they fighting, fighting now. They're about to brawl now because this game <laughs> this game is about to be out of reach. 4-1 Rangers. I'll have to figure out my Casamigos big shot of the night. It, it most likely will be one of those guys. And I do want to get back to the conversation around Harrison Bader, the Mets, and then uh, Cody Petit and the Yankees. Really, Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, the Yankees starting rotation. And the conversation around the Mets is... Um, you know, just the change in philosophy. Like I said, it'll be it'll be a slow roast tonight. As you know, we we laugh about the uh, you know uh, the junior Yankees and Queens that they're building, but it's nothing to troll about. Like you know, at least the Mets are making moves. They are active. They are doing things. And who knows what the future holds? Right? We'll have the last laughs in the baseball season. Maybe these guys return to great form and they're healthy. I doubt it though. I just I'm just going off of my experience. And of course we're talking about the Jets. The J E T S just end the season coming soon. And uh this wouldn't be WFAN if we didn't say the name Aaron Rodgers every single hour. So there it is inside the nine o'clock hour. Jarvis is up in Harlem. What's up, Jarvis? You're on the fan. What's up, Keith? How you doing? Good, good. Chilling, chilling. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm going to talk about the Jets. I'm a Packer fan because, you know, because that was a big win on Sunday night beating the Vikings on the road, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And now they have a shot to, you know, beat the Bears and try to get the players because, you know, the last time last year when Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback of the um, Packers and Detroit came to the Lambeau field playing spoil and ruined that chance. Yep, handed him and an L. His last game in Lambeau took an L to yep, the yep. line. That was on a Sunday night. That was on that Sunday I night watched. football one <laughs> last year. I, I saw that game too. I remember almighty Aaron yeah, Rodgers, yeah. the the GOAT, Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. Yeah, now we got Jordan Love and it's playing so great. But, you know, so hopefully – 
hoping it don't happen again, hoping it don't happen. Hey, beat, beat the Bears and then come to Jerry World and let the Cowboys get out of the first round. I'm hoping the Dallas Cowboys yeah. face the Green yeah. Bay Packers. People wonder why yeah. I hate Aaron Rodgers. Trace it back a little bit. I'm a Dallas fan. It's not that hard yeah. to figure yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. So talk about the Jets and, you know, because uh, – Cause I'm listening to like you know Simon College this morning screaming and yelling talking about they need to clean house and you know, they should bring um they should bring a new coach a new GM he's and, right like, you know, <laughs> it's not gonna about, happen like, Jim yeah you know, people say Jim Harbaugh and Mike Tomlin like like Mike Tomlin and for the Pittsburgh Steelers been there for 17 years never had a non losing record yeah and I they mean, still have a shot to make the I playoffs mean, I mean I mean why would Pittsburgh want to get rid of him. Like, they're not. Like he's getting fired by Pittsburgh. They're why not. Why do you want to come to the Jets? Nobody want to come here. And the one coach is want to take this. <laughs> and job. that is why so, they love so, Aaron so, Rodgers so, because he came here. But yeah, yeah. what they don't so, realize is nobody else like, wanted him. Nobody else was lobbying for him like yeah, that. Like so, what's, what does was a forty year old quarterback of Aaron Rodgers know how to run the organization as a quarterback of the New York Jets? Man, what does he know about running the organization? Nothing. Mm, yeah, and you're in your one um, disaster. So not much. Yeah, because I don't feel – and then people think, like, they're not going to be good next year. It's like, oh, but okay, you want to clean us? Go ahead and do that. I mean, and, and when bringing the unknown man. No. Unknown manager. One more year. Yeah. They'll fire like, everybody. They'll yeah. fire everybody next yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to set this franchise back for the next five years. So if you want to do that, go ahead and do that. Thanks for the call, Jarvis. Jarvis strictly calls the fan as a former Jets fan turned Packers fan to talk down on the Jets. Greg is up next out in Brooklyn. What's up, Greg? You got it. I'm really confused here. All right. So you think it's better for us as the Jet fans to win this game and give the uh, the uh, Patriots a better draft position, worsening our draft position? That makes sense right there for you? Well, you're not going to beat the Patriots anyway. Um, but, but yeah, I, I, I would say the, the thoughts and ideas of these players, right, should be that we want to go in there and end this streak. We want to end this season as we go into the offseason of Aaron Rodgers coming back with the win over Bill Belichick. And it would feel good to say if he's done in New England, we sent him out with a loss. Okay, and I understand that. And here's why that's wrong. Because what would help you guys, would help us more, we burst in their draft stock. And for them to make a push for that quarterback, have to burn two first-rounders in order to do so. Therefore, now setting them up for worse in the yeah. previous. You have a crystal ball, Greg? You just predicted the future? No, I can't predict the future, but I can say with good business, sort of the same way Bill Belichick took a trade that was worse for himself to guarantee we wouldn't be able to get better offensive line. It hurt them, but it hurt us even more. So this is things that we have he to He finessed, there, and nobody saw that coming. And that's what I say about predicting the future in the crystal ball. Thanks for the call, Greg. You don't know what's going to happen in the draft. That's months from now. Go handle business Sunday. Your head coach is being looked at as the worst coach in the NFL, really based off of his record, but also his demeanor and his public appearance at that podium and what he has to say. It would be best for him to end the season on a good note with a win and a win against Bill Belichick. I mean, Brian Dable, Brian Dable went out there and got him a win against Bill Belichick. One for the mantle. Don't be worried about the draft. They're, they're projecting that you guys take Brock Bowers in the draft. Yeah. Don't worry about the draft. Control what you can control. If that's a pick em by Sunday, 
Like, the Jets' defense against Bailey Zappi? The Jets should be able to win. I mean, I still don't think they're going to win. I still think they're going to lose. So all of this hypothetical talk is for not. Like, they're still probably going to go and, and lose a game. And Bill Belichick, like, Bill Belichick's got a chip on his shoulder too. He wants to continue his streak. He hates the Jets. Clearly. Danny in Hasbrook Heights on the fan. What's up, Dan? Yes, thanks, Keith, for taking my call. Huge fan. I remember when you were first hired, just giving the props to Steve Summers and respecting the guys that came before you. Uh, yeah, have a, have a always going to be like that. that. I got a ton of respect for Steve. I, I'm, you know, I, I, I appreciate him. Like he, he's another one. When I talked about John and Susan, like you know, as a young guy coming into radio, coming <laughs> into WFAN, like that's intimidating. That's daunting. And to meet these yeah. idols, these icons, and they show you love. It, it like there's not, there's not a. There's not a better feeling to walk in like the what what Steve Summers did the first night I met him, giving me his number, like giving me some tips, pointers, talking about my show. He already listened, and like I literally can call his landline at any time. He picks up the phone for me. He's come on the show for me. Like that's real. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I, I have three sons, and I you know I really respect that and and appreciate the people that came before you. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about my brownies. Now, Paul D. Podesta, the guy from Moneyball, you're probably aware of that. Mm -hmm. He's kind of working behind the scenes on all this. He had the guts to hire Andrew Berry, who's one of the, the youngest GMs who's ever been hired, and put this whole thing together. But what we're doing, man, to be on your fourth, fifth quarterback, can you imagine your Cowboys? I mean, I like Trey Lance, but going on to your third and fourth <laughs> quarterback and still doing this well, we're on our fourth or fifth offensive Improbable. Pass. Damn near impossible. <laughs> like, <laughs> But they're – their analytics and their scouting to be picking up these guys. Even this quarterback Driscoll is a pretty talented guy. We may have a really good backup out of it. Like it's just crazy. It the just sucks that you gave all that money to Deshaun Watson, <laughs> and he's a scumbag. And uh, you you have all these other guys that have come in and won games for you. And yeah, it's crazy because this is unheard of. And and props to the coaching and like you said, the guys in the front office and behind the scenes not doing what the Jets did and just saying, well, well, we lost our starting quarterback. It's a wash. Season's over. Yep. Run it back next and year. We had one of the best drafts, and we don't have all those picks. That Dewan Jones, that tackle was outstanding. Even the undrafted guy, Ronnie Hillman, had a pick six against That was a great yeah. pick. Our scouting's been phenomenal. We're just picking up better guys than other people. It, I'm telling you, a lot of it's deep and we, They may have to make another movie about the guy. And converting that from baseball now to football and doing it in, the, in another sport, this is unbelievable. Smart, you know? smart guy. He's from Harvard. <laughs> the GM's from Penn. The coach is from Penn. It's like Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, I'm reading his Wikipedia now. <laughs> he, he's a smart guy. And uh, they're, they're going to make some noise. Nobody wants to play the, the Browns. I remember laughing about, oh, Joe Flacco went out there and fl flew back and no deal. And the next thing you know, they sign him and he's throwing for 300 yards a game. Shout out to Kevin <laughs> Stefanski. He's about to be coach of the year. I know the Cleveland Browns fans have to be excited about their prospects going into the playoffs. It's it's crazy. And this Andrew Berry is just as, as smart as all of them. He's from Penn. And he's making these moves. It's just incredible, you know. Yeah, and, and I don't, I don't mind it. I thought it was a whole despicable, you know, thing to sign uh, Deshaun Watson to the most guaranteed money ever after the allegations that uh, he had against him. But I always say, as a fan, stay down till you come up. And uh, I, I, I always love it when fan bases get rewarded and their team comes out of nowhere. And here they are in the playoffs. Maybe they'll make a miracle run to the Super Bowl. You can't count them out. I was watching that Thursday night football game, and there was a kid with a sign that said, why not us? <laughs> it's 
like Moneyball all over again. But if mm-hmm. we can pull this off, this is phenomenal. I mean, we'll see. But they're just making these moves. No one does this. No one goes no, to the fourth. This never court. happens. This never happens in the NFL. They played P.J. Walker from Elizabeth, New Jersey. They played Dorian Thompson Robinson this year. <laughs> Joe, that was a great Joe pick. Flacco. I read the story about Joe Flacco was just uh, going to a Pop Warner field in South Jersey, keeping his arm loose, hoping somebody called. <laughs> and then he but steps they... out there on the field for them, <laughs> wins four games, throws for three, breaking records. First guy to <laughs> throw for 300-plus yards in, in his first, like, five games or something like that with a team. But, but obviously they, they're pro personnel. They have a list of these guys. And they're just finding the better guy. Yeah, they're success is not accidental. They 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 did the due diligence, the work, the scouting, the planning, right. preparing, and and you love to see it. Yep. Thanks for the Thank call, you. Danny. You know, I I literally mean that when I say stay down till you come up. I love when you see fan bases where they're a miserable franchise and just they figure it out eventually. And that's what I say about the Jets. Like I I feel like that'll happen one day for the Jet fan. Not with Woody Johnson and Joe Douglas and Rob Salah. Sorry for laughing. Like, it'll happen one day. It might be 10 years from now. But you stay down till you come up, right? That's why you're you're loyal to the teams that you chose. You don't you don't flip-flop teams. You don't add a team. Oh, I'm, I'm this fan, but they're not good, so I picked up this other team. No, you're a fan of the team that you started rooting for that you came in with, or you should be. I feel like that them's the rules. But... When you see a team like the Browns that never make the playoffs, they're miserable, they're a laughing stock, it kind of gives hope to other franchises. It kind of gives hope to other, like, hire the right people. Like, this stuff is important. You hear me say, these games are precious. This is week 18. The season's over. The season's about to be over for majority of these NFL teams. You can't waste a week. You can't waste a season. We're too invested. The NFL is king. It dominates this country. For the Jets to just lose Aaron Rodgers after four plays and say, oh, yeah, we're going to ride it out with Zach Wilson, and then you didn't even do that. Oh, let's give Timmy Boyle a shot. Oh, we do have to sign a quarterback off the street. Out of all the guys that could have been signed, it's Trevor Simeon. Like, Trevor, Trevor Simeon looks feeble out there. Don't try and run. Don't try and QB sneak. Just throw the ball, dude. He's not the guy. Like, we're about to watch Carson Wentz play. This weekend, like Carson Wentz was available, even Jeff Driscoll now, who's uh, about to play for the Browns. There's a there's a cast of characters. This is the theme of this NFL season. They used to say, if you've got two quarterbacks, you don't have one. If you don't have two quarterbacks, you don't have one because these guys are dropping. They're going down. Jake Browning emerges when Joe Burrow goes down. Um, the Vikings were able to win some games with Nick Mullins and. Josh Dobbs, Jaron Hall, I don't know what they saw in him besides the fact that they drafted him. But look at Gardner Minshew. The Colts go out there, use their top pick for Anthony Richardson, but they had an insurance plan in Gardner Minshew. You have to do that because this is important. These weeks are precious. You get one season and you never know how things could go. I don't know how you can punt on an NFL season. I don't know how you can punt on an NFL season and just say, yeah, run it back next year. Angelo in North Brunswick, how are you? Welcome to the fan. What's up, buddy? Great hearing you, and happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you as well. Thank you for joining us. Hey, before I get on my rant about how fans, Jet fan base, and we're loyal to each other, we're crazy to each other, we're delusional, but I'm, you can't, you can't lose to the Patriots. Uh, 
real quick before I get to that is, hey, we we just gotta just gotta do what we gotta do. I told my son, God bless him, twenty years dealing with Brady. He's twenty, you know. You have to just get rid of these bad times. He was there at five when we basically made the uh, the playoffs. We uh, back in two thousand ten, but. I, I'm just so pissed off at hearing these fans saying we got to lose to the Patriots. You got to beat the Patriots. Yeah. About pride. You just got to you got to win. We've beaten the Patriots twice since 2010 in a postseason game, and in 2016 or 15, I believe it was with uh, Fitzmagic in the overtime game. But we haven't done nothing, and all these draft picks that we've been doing for how many years? Over 20 years. It doesn't make a difference. We keep losing to this. Belichick and the Patriots. Yeah, this is about to so, be 16 straight games. When the caller said 17, I'm like, the, the math would be off because that, they play twice a year. I just went and looked it back up. It's been yeah, 15 it's straight 16. losses. This would make it 16 this Sunday. Seven like, years. Out of all of the things that went wrong this season, why not end it on, well, we, we ended that. We, we, we sent Bill off with a loss. We got some revenge there. We ended that streak. You have the talent yeah, to do it, it, and you're on extra rest. You played Thursday night football. You got extra rest. Exactly. Exactly. I posted in one of the uh, pages. We have 10 days again to prepare for a freaking game. For one and game. I really, it, you, you, since Thursday, the, the Jets had so much time to prepare for this game. They better go out, win this game with pride, just beat the Patriots, and just get it out of your system. Because if we lose, if we lose, you, I, I know it ain't gonna happen, but there's, you got to get rid of the whole staff. <laughs> Look, GM, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, lose that one and run it back. Run it, run it back with us. confidence. Yeah, we're all good. And, and there's no, there's no like solace in. Oh well, draft. Look at the draft. We lost, but look at the draft position. Like we got better draft position. You're like, come on, no, win the game. Yeah, this is this is something that we definitely just. Hopefully, we could pull off this win. End the season. Oh, well, end the season and begin the year at least in a positive way. And then let's see what happens throughout the spring. And hopefully we get our act together as a organization. Get some offensive line, and we have to see if Rogers can keep his mouth shut. And I really am pissed off at these players. They talk a lot. They talk a lot every year. Mm-hmm. Just keep your mouth shut. Just go out there and play and win the game because they talk a lot and they don't get nothing done, buddy. Yeah. Great call, Angelo. And like, don't you want to match last year's record? Right? You're six and ten. Last year you finished seven and ten. You lose this game, you're six and eleven, which means you took a step back in the year you had Aaron Rodgers. Like I said, how did the Jets figure out how to make this the worst year? Year three. Year three is supposed to be the year you're really judging a coach. All right. They are not in all cases. I know with the Giants, two years. Guys have been out the door, but it's like by year three, if the guy, you know, absolutely like doesn't make the playoffs, losing right by year after year three, come on. That's strike three. You're out of here. 877-337-6666. We're about halfway through my five-hour KM to AM. Please join us. Call us up. We'll talk a little bit of Knicks right after this break. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's get back into it as we approach 9.30. That's the halfway point of the 5-hour KM to AM, 7 p.m. to 12. You got me. Till midnight. We've talked about a lot of things. <laughs> some interesting things. We've taken some turns. You might be driving somewhere and take a turn and then hear the radio take a turn. And you're like, wait, where are we going with this? Keith McPherson on the fan. Watching the Rangers in the garden. Bouncing back from the last performance in the Garden where there were six goals hung on them. This looks like the Rangers. And I know it's the Blackhawks. They're the number one pick. And they're not what they used to be. But it's still a get-right win for the Rangers. And I'm thinking about the Garden. And um, two things that we haven't really talked about tonight that I wanted to bring to the table. Man, the, the merging of... Madison Square Garden Networks, MSG Networks, and yes, they're partnering together. And they're saying that this could eventually lead to offering a direct-to-consumer product where you can watch the Yankees, the Knicks, the Rangers, the Nets, the Islanders, the Devils, the Liberty, NYCFC, like all in one platform, all in one place. Stream the dream, man. When I worked at FUBO TV in 2017, 2018, that's when I cut the cord because they literally told me what the future was going to be. Here we are in 2024. It's wild to think about it. They're like, yeah, nah, everything's going to be streaming, man. Roku and Apple TV. And you guys remember like Google Chrome or whatever the Google, was it Google Chrome? No, Google, Google Chrome is the um, browser. There was a Google streaming device. And, um, you know, now we all kind of just have shifted to not paying for cable. I can't speak for everybody. But streaming is is the way, and it's competitive. And I remember working at Fubo TV, and Fubo TV is a streaming platform for sports fans specifically. And what Fubo got off the ground with was bringing European soccer to Americans, being able to stream um, Champions League, Bundesliga, Europa's League, Premier League in America, and then they expanded to pick up MLB Network, NBA TV, NFL Network, NHL Network. ESPN. I remember when I was working there, ESPN did not want to join us. And um, I remember hearing in one of the marketing meetings, they were like, ESPN looks at us as like sacrilegious or like an albatross or something. Like, how can you be a streaming platform for sports fans and not have ESPN? Well, pandemic hit and I guess ESPN changed their mind and now ESPN is on there and you know, Fubo is great. Shout out to the Foo Bros. Shout out to the Fubo fam. I know one night I got a call from uh, my guy Vince's brother. 
Shout out to Vince's brother if if he's listening. He's like, yeah, you work with my with my brother at Fubo. But uh, long story short, short story long, I saw all this coming. I mean, as a kid, I couldn't go to sleep and stream a game on my phone or tablet. I couldn't leave the house and and keep watching the game on a, on a device. It's great. And now, yes, network and MSG. And I've I've heard people call into the fan and talk about, oh, they priced us out. Oh, man, they put it on too many different... It's on Apple TV. It's on Peacock. It's on Amazon Prime. It's on... Well, I think this is actually good, especially for New Yorkers, especially if you're a Yankees, Knicks, Rangers fan. You you get this. And uh, speaking about the Knicks, as the Rangers game goes final, that's a win for NYR, 4-1 over the Blackhawks. New year, new me. New year, new Ananobi. OG Ananobi being on the Knicks, to me is a sign that Leon Rose and the front office, they they understood that they kind of hit a ceiling, that they kind of got stale, that the group that they had, they had a bunch of guys, but they needed to shake the room a bit. Like, they they needed something to change this year. And there were a couple losses that the Knicks took, and I know they did make it into the uh, in-season tournament, but they had, like, the weakest uh, route to there. But, you know, losing to the Magic, losing to the Thunder... And then over the weekend you get, and losing to the Pacers, and then over the weekend you get the alert that R.J. Barrett, gone. Emmanuel Quickly, gone. I think it sent shockwaves through uh, Nick fans' universe, but I think now after two games you get to see OG play, you get two wins, and you start to realize that, hey, this was a good move. You were not going to pay Emmanuel Quickly. You were not going to start Emmanuel Quickly. He's starting for Toronto. They might as well pay him. R.J. Barrett, the number three overall pick, you kind of defaulted into him. All the Knicks fans were dreaming of Zion Williamson, and if not Zion, it was Ja Morant. R.J.'s never going to be on the level of a Ja Morant and Zion Williamson, but he's always going to be compared to them because of where he was drafted. And speaking of draft picks, I I get the narrative as well of, oh, the Knicks, you know, they always give up on their draft picks. So what? I mean, in the past, they didn't draft well. The Frank Nicolatinas, the Kevin Knoxes of the world. Like, it is what it is. And they've missed on a bunch of guys. You you took Obi Toppin and not Tyrese Halliburton. It is what it is. But that doesn't mean you can't correct those mistakes. That doesn't mean that now, when you look at Jalen Brunson, who's the point guard you've been dreaming of, and Julius Randle, no matter what you think about him, I know I was on a couple of nights ago and I said, man, it's only been a couple games with OG Ananobi. Give it time. Y'all overreact to a couple games. Just like at the start of this season, everybody's overreacting to Julius Randle. Oh, he's a bomb, Julius Randle. It's like, no, like, relax. This guy's been here for a while. He's a pro. And he's been playing really well lately, and he deserves respect. And when you look at the construction of the Knicks now, they get rid of the mid-three, as they were called, with RJ, Randle, and Brunson. And you add OG Ananobi, and who knows who they're going to add next. I mean... They play the Sixers tomorrow, and OG Ananobi is a target of the Sixers. The Sixers probably wanted to trade for him, couldn't get it done, and, and you know Toronto didn't want to do that. And I know there's talk about him going there next year. Like, if the Knicks go down to Philly with OG and beat the Sixers and win three in a row, they're definitely going to win four in a row against the Wizards, five in a row against the Trailblazers, and like then it's Knicks mania. Let's go to Tom in Ridge, New York, on the fan in New York. What's up, Tom? Keith, what's up? Thanks for taking my call. 
uh, first time, long time, like the rest of the callers tonight. Awesome. Um, Thank you. I, I just wanted to say, uh, give you some love and appreciation for something you did for me indirectly about a year or so ago. So when you first came on the fan, uh, the first two or three weeks, I was doing a lot of driving at night, uh, caring for my ailing folks. And one night I was driving back and I was feeling pretty low. And you took a call from a woman talking about, um, I don't know if it was the Yankees or Mets, but the conversation morphed into something about her cat. And I don't know what it was, but you were so nice to her, dude. It made, me, it made my night. It made me feel so much better. <laughs> it was, probably, it was probably Miriam in Forest Hills. Shout out to Miriam. Big time Islanders fan, and you know she's got a few cats. And uh, I never had animals growing up. And a couple years back, my you know with me being on the radio at night before I, I uh, had a baby and before my wife had my my son to take care of, my wife's like, "What am I gonna do at night?" So we got a cat, and I I honestly thought I was never gonna even touch the cat, interact with the cat. The cat sleeps with me now. The cat like it follows me around. The cat like fights for my attention. My mom sent me this. Uh, this like TikTok reel about how your cats know you. I'm like, yeah, this is my cat. Like my cat, no. Like when I go home tonight, my wife is gonna be asleep. My baby's gonna be asleep. When my keys go in the door, my cat will be right there when I open the door. So thanks for thanks for bringing that up. And I'm glad yeah. that that you know lightened the mood for you that night and and whatever you were going through. It did. I appreciate that. But I always get asked a question that I talk about with my friends all the time. We're all from New York. Uh, for, lived here our whole lives, and. One thing that doesn't make any sense, and I do listen to Evan and Tiki a lot. That's really all I can listen to during the day. But in the largest market in the world, almost every one of our teams stinks. It doesn't make any sense. No, I know, and it sucks. I was like, I mean, that's what I said. I'm, I'm on the fan. I make it to the fan in New York, and there's so much negativity, and we don't have like good football to talk about, so we got to talk about Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel. I'm tired of it. I would love to talk. Like I'm, I'm not even in the hockey, but I'm talking about the Rangers. Stay tuned for my Casamigos big shot of the night. Let's go Rangers. I'm a Devils fan, but like I, I want there to be positivity. I want there to be a team that represents this city. There's so many hard working people. There's so many winners in this city. There's so many people that deserve a winner and a champion. We need a parade. We're overdue. It, it sucks. It doesn't make any sense. Like you said, it doesn't make any sense. All the resources, all the money, all the fans, and all of the teams we have here. This ain't Philly, where they've got one football team, one basketball team, one hockey team, one baseball team. We've got a plethora of teams to choose from, and none of them represent us correctly. None of them are that good. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it's it's hard to imagine that it's been going on for so long, so long. And I'm unfortunately a Mets fan, and I saw the Mets win the World Series, but I was 19 years old at that point. Man, I bet those were the days. I bet that was That's the a long time, time of your life, though. 19, <laughs> yeah. get out of high school, Mets win the World Series. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this, and I'll, I'll end it here, though. I'll say this. I'm, going, I'm taking my son as a huge OKC fan. Yeah. So I'm taking him to see the Nets tomorrow night. We go every uh, year. Good. Prediction? What do you think it's going to happen? I don't think it's going to go well. Okay. It's going to go great for OKC. That's what I'm saying. It's going to go great for OKC. Your son's <laughs> going to have a blast seeing his, his favorite team in person. Um, yeah. They just, they just played OKC in OKC, and it didn't go very well. The yeah, Nets, it didn't go the well. Nets are, the Nets well. are in a bad rut right now. Yeah. And, like, you know, I don't know if you heard me talk about how I've been going to Barclays Center since they opened it. Like, I didn't even know there were Oklahoma City 
Thunder fans as kids in New York, but I bet you they're going to show up there to see SGA and Chet Holmgren and Lou Dort and whoever else is on that team. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, have a good time. It's funny. I just took a break, and before we went to this break, I'm like, after this break, we'll talk Knicks. And the first drop that Connor hit was like, the Nets take on the Thunder in Brooklyn, and that's their last game before they go to Paris. I'm like, maybe I should go to that game tomorrow. That's going to be a good one to go to. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. So if you could do me a favor, I should, I don't know if you get to see Tiki in the studio when you come in at all. No, not usually, but you want, you want me to relay a message? Maybe he's message listening you, or maybe because somebody. I, I, because of, because of what I do for a living, I can't really be on social media. Yeah. And I'm an IT guy, and I don't really understand social media anyway. So, But uh, I just wanted to tell Tiki that when my kids were uh, pre-teenagers and they played sports, he, that's when he was in his heyday, he's our favorite player, and my kids always wore number 21 in any sport they played. And now Mason Crosby's wearing it. Ain't that a shame? <laughs> Thanks for the call, Tom. I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, we can relay the message to Tiki. Uh, somebody clip this, send this to Tiki. I would see Tiki. Like, I would have seen Tiki today. But like I said when I first got here, I had to circle the block five times. They, they, they put cones in front of all the parking spots. And I don't know. I'm like, I'm not. I don't. don't it's cold. I don't want to park multiple blocks away. We got people on bikes attacking Al Dukes. You got to watch your back out here, watch your vehicle, watch your windows and your, your mirrors. So I, I would have probably ran into Tiki. Tiki is out of here, I think, at like 6 or 6.30. But I was spinning the block at 6.05, 6. I, I literally didn't get in here until like 6.45. Anyway, we got a break. 877-337-6666. Kyle, you'll be first up when we come back. From the break, I have more to say about the Knicks. And now since we mentioned the Nets, we'll get a little bit more basketball conversation in till 10 o'clock. And then we'll hit the Yankees, the Mets, Harrison Bader, Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, and all of that. Keith McPherson on the fan. We'll be right back. We gon' make it. Like, this is what it's supposed to sound like. New York, baby. Let's go. Keith McPherson on the fan. The real New York. I don't live in Miami. <laughs> All right, 87-7, Man, we've talked about a bunch. As we proceed, 10 o'clock is coming up. I told y'all it's a five-hour sprint. It's not a marathon. We're running right through it, all of it. Whether it's uh, Harrison Bader to the Mets wearing number five, hopefully a fourth outfielder, Brandon Nimmo, won't have to play center as much. We'll get back into that conversation for sure. Whether it's Cody Poteet. <laughs> the Yankees are comical. The Yankees are on Twitter. Brian Cashman is on Twitter. You know he's on Twitter by the way that he attacked all of those reporters at the GM meetings in Arizona. He's got a bunch of bookmarks for everything that everybody says on Yankees Twitter. So a day ago, the Yankees were mentioned with the likes of the Chicago Cubs, the Colorado Rockies, and the Miami Marlins as teams that have spent $0 this offseason. So what do the Yankees do today? It's like, huh, drop the uh, Cody Poteet news on them before tonight's hot stove at 6.30 on Yes. <laughs> Speaking of Yes, the Yes Network and MSG Networks are merging to form Gotham Advanced Media and Entertainment, a.k.a. GAME, a new technology, sports, and entertainment streaming joint venture. I'm down for it. I'm all about it. Yeah, sign me up. 
Yep, I'll get it. It'll be on my Apple TV, both rooms. It'll be on my phone. It'll be on. I do have a Roku in my like guest room. It'll, it'll be on everything. Sure, I want to watch all the games. I have to. That's part of my job. So, all for that merger. Um, we can skip over the whole uh, uh, number eight from the Jets conversation. And uh, what else did we talk about, man? We talked about Dalvin Cook. <laughs> Dalvin Cook gets out of one Jets drive and lands on the number one seed in the AFC. He's going to play for the Ravens. And um, I think we spoke a little bit about the Nets. The Nets are heading to Paris after they play the Oklahoma City Thunder tomorrow night. They're on a five-game losing streak. I expect it to be six. Even if they go out there and play their hardest, like the Oklahoma City Thunder are good. And when you talk about a front office, an owner, a GM, and how they build teams and what they've done. Like, just look. Just take a look. My my basketball fans understand what I'm saying. The uh, Nets just lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder. When was that? It was recent. It it was, I think it was right before this um, losing streak in OKC. Yeah, the Nets lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder in Oklahoma City. Right after, was that part of the West Coast trip? I'm like, why am I blank? Oh, um, no, the five-game losing streak is against the Rockets, Pelicans, yeah, and the Thunder. There we go. They lost 124-108 to the Thunder in Oklahoma City on New Year's Eve. And the Knicks also lost to the Thunder a couple days before that on December 27th. And I think that prompted the Knicks to say, hey, go ahead and make that trade. Let's go to Kyle in Northeast Pennsylvania on the fan in New York. Hey, how's it going tonight? Great. Blessed to be here. Happy hey, to get a little earlier show. Too. Thanks for calling. That, first of all. What'd you say? Sorry, I was speaking over you. I appreciate everything you do, first of all. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no problem. So, hey, I want to talk about the Knicks a little bit. Hey, I don't know if any uh, listeners uh, want to chime in or not, but uh, I feel like the Knicks are, are, are solid right now. I mean, they won two games at home. You know, and that's a big advantage too. But um, I feel like I feel like the whole Knicks team right now with uh, OG. You got Randall's dog. People been tra- people been saying, "Yo, trade Randall, trade Randall." Nope. But I don't, I don't believe that. You know, like Randall's a good player, and then you got a, uh, you know, the bench is a good bench, and uh, I feel like the Knicks are strong right now, and uh, I feel like they're uh, Eastern Conference Finals contenders. Brunson, I, I just want to pick your brain the ball. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm right there with that. you. I'm paying attention. I'm a Nets fan, but I have to watch the Knicks. I have to pay attention to the Knicks. I just added Brunson getting his assists up. You want to be versatile, yeah. right? It, it doesn't have to be every night that Brunson's dropping 30-40. Some nights, Randall can drop 30-40. Right. Maybe we get a night where OG Ananobi runs it up to 20, 30 points. I think they're going to go and get another score. I think they're going to find a two-guard. Maybe it's DeJounte Murray. Who knows? Uh, who it's going to be? Who's taking the trade though? Who do you think? Who? What? What trade? Do, what do you picks. think? They're, they're, they players. have. They still have plenty of picks, and um, you can get rid okay. of. You can get rid of one of those guys on the bench, and and like I feel like the Villanova guys right, are safe. Right. Um, but I, I think they're going to work a, on a trade and, and send a first get round like, pick. Uh, Jericho Sims or something. Maybe he's hurt, and now yeah. with the emergence of our Isaiah Hartenstein, like I think they feel pretty good about that. Oh, Hartenstein's a dog, man. He's a, he's a good player too. He though. is a good player. I, yeah, a I good haven't backup. wasted Ms. a Ms. night. Robinson's good, but he's a good backup. Man. I haven't he's, wasted he's a night started. singing that guy's praises. He earned it. He worked for the opportunity. Now he's getting the chance to start. And I, I also spoke on how much it bothered me that Stephen A. Smith, again, being a New Yorker, 
going on first take, going on ESPN right in the South Street Seaport, is talking about the Knicks, and he says, I got to watch some guy named Isaiah Hartenstein. Have you watched the Knicks over the last three years? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? He's the least of right. your problems. He's fun right. to watch. He, he's yeah, a breath he's of fresh air. He brings it. Yeah, he had, he had so, five blocks, know. 20 rebounds. He's a hustler. Hey, he, come on now. Yeah, what are you talking about? What Knicks team are you he's watching? A he's a dog, man. I feel like the whole team's set right now. I feel like you, you said a trade or something, but I feel like the whole team's set right now. And that Because they, like they needed that trade, man. They right hit now. a ceiling with, you know? with who they had. They had too many guys. So you, you make a trade like that, now things are going to start to flow differently. It's all about Tibbs, man. It's all about the head coach right. and his vision. I feel like he's good. I feel like he, Tibbs is good, though. I feel like he runs the floor pretty good. He is good. He's a good coach. He's, he's a proven coach. He's got a ton of nice. respect. You know, and you know what I said? running the floor nice. You, you started the call off saying, like, I don't know if any other callers want to chime in, but the Knicks are pretty solid right now. Yeah, yes. right, right. They want, you know, I just wanted to, you know, break it up between football and basketball a little bit. I feel like, uh, you know, I'm a Tennessee Titans fan all day, and uh, there's there's reasons behind that, but I feel like the, the Titans Cowboys, got the uh, Jags know, this win weekend. The Super Bowl, <laughs> no disrespect. You feel like the, you feel like who's going to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, Cowboys all day. That's no disrespect to me. I would love that. No, I, I would no, shed, like, I would share, shed real tears if the Dallas Cowboys won this Super Bowl. Enough. I would be I would be actually crying if they won. Yeah, that'd be crazy, right? <laughs> I would be in full on tears and record it and put that'd it on the crazy. internet. Right. But uh hey, so uh, I think the Knicks are, are gonna make it pretty deep. I don't you know, your thoughts you said pretty much, but uh you know, if people wanna chime in about the Knicks, I feel like that's what's up in New York right now. You know, the Yankees made pretty good trades or Got a couple good no, people this time. year and it's uh, Soto. And, We're a ways stuff, away from know? baseball. It's time to finally start bas- basketball conversations. Thanks for the call, Kyle. I-, I spoke about this the last couple of nights on late. And I'm like, it's no coincidence that the Nets are in this position right now and the Knicks are in this position right now. We share everything. We share this town. I know it's a Knicks town. Knicks forever. Uh, New York forever. Knicks run the town. Nets only have five fans. Nobody cares about the Brooklyn Nets. Are the Nets still in the league? Like, I I get all of that. But it's no coincidence. And I had a whole rant, and I'll try and condense it. But I've said that the the existence of the Brooklyn Nets is part of the reason that the Knicks are like this right now. Because having the New Jersey team come across the river and plant a flag in Brooklyn, right? They were already the New York Nets. They could have came back and been the New York Nets to the New York Knicks. Like, we got the New York Jets and Giants, Yankees and Mets. They didn't take the New York name, but they did come to New York about a 40-minute ride on the subway south of Madison Square Garden and set up camp, set up shop, and say, we are playoffs. We're better than you because we're in the playoffs every year. We got cooler jerseys, cooler colors. We represent hip-hop, Biggie. We're going to start attracting the free agents and the players. Give us some time. Yeah, we had some goofy moves with Jason Kidd as the head coach, bringing in a washed Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett. We had Darren Williams, Brooke Lopez, that whole era, whatever. That whole thing was a disaster. But then we rebuilt with Kenny Atkinson and Sean Marks. And next thing you know, these guys are doing the 6'9 dance, dancing on the bench and going viral, and it's D'Lo and it's Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis LeVert and Jared Allen, and the Nets look like an attraction. And what does that do? That attracts Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, DeAndre Jordan, the clean sweep. And so now it's like, hold on. 
In the NBA, nationally, they're talking about Brooklyn more than they're talking about the Knicks. But in New York, New Yorkers are talking about the Knicks. Never mind Brooklyn. They're not winning anything. We don't care that they chose the Nets. It's still all about MSG, the Mecca, the Garden. But what the Nets did was hold your front office accountable, your owner accountable. You can't just run any bums out there. You can't just lose every game. You can't just blow leads in the fourth quarter. Because there's another ticket in town when we get to April and May. The Brooklyn Nets are in the playoffs every year, every other year, and you're not. So they had to get it right. And I tip my cap to Leon Rose. I, I tip my cap to the, the coaching decision they made, bringing in Julius Randle, bringing in Jalen Brunson. What a steal. Making the trade right now to send RJ Packin IQ out of here, bringing OG. I applaud them because now it's your time. You went to the playoffs last year, had a run. You... You got to, what, game six against the eventual Eastern Conference champions, and you don't want to take a step back this year, so you're going all in. You have picks. You have talent. You have your point guard. You have Julius, have Julius Randle that kind of started this whole thing with the Knicks being back and going to the playoffs and feeling like they're relevant again. The Brooklyn Nets' existence helped you get there faster because you couldn't just be the bum team in the middle of Manhattan you had competition next door. 877-337-6666. It's already 10 o'clock. Marco's going to hit you with the update. Let's take this break right now. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 